Hey y'all, welcome to the Confident Health Podcast. This is where you'll learn how to transform your mind and body to achieve your physique goals without becoming obsessed. I'm your host, Allie, a certified nutrition and fitness pro who's tried it all and I'm here to teach you how to build a balanced life while also building the body of your dreams. Each week, we'll dive into all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle to help you level up and finally achieve the results you've been looking for. I'm so excited you're here. Let's freaking go. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Confident Health Podcast. You know who it is. It's your girl, Allie. Today, I want to paint a scene, okay? It's morning. You're waking up. You're getting up. You're starting your day. You go through your normal routine, right? You're getting ready. You know, maybe you go to the bathroom, you're brushing your teeth, you go to step on the scale before you hop in the shower. And in those few moments, when it's deciding, spinning, determining your weight, you know your attitude for the day is about to be determined, right? If it's a little bit lower than it was the last time you stepped on it, you're going to celebrate. You're going to feel great because you're making progress. You're losing weight, right? But if it's higher, even just a little bit, you're going to feel like, what am I doing wrong? I'm failing. You're going to feel fat. You're going to feel fluffy. Or like all the work you're doing isn't actually working. That could ruin your mood for the day. Like you're just going to be in this negative mindset all day. Or even if it's just the same, the same number that it has been for weeks or months and nothing's changed, you're going to feel a little frustrated, right? And that's going to start your day. Just raise a hands for me real quick. Who relates to that? Yeah, me too. That was me not terribly long ago, right? Like five to 10 years ago, that was me. I've been in those shoes. I would step on the scale and it would determine how I was going to feel about myself for the next day, next few hours, next week even, right? Like how I felt when I stepped on the scale determined a lot about how I felt about myself and my self-worth, my value. And there are so many people that I talk to now that still feel that way, that still struggle every time they step on the wet, on the scale and it determines how they feel. They might feel fat. They might feel less confident. They might feel frustrated. They might feel like they're failing. Like there's so many feelings that can come from one little machine, right? One little thing that just tells you how much you weigh, tells you how that gravitational pull, uh, pull is on you, right? How much weight you are, okay? But let me paint you a different scene, okay? This is me now. I get up in the morning and I go to the bathroom. I brush my teeth, wash my face. I step on the scale. It does its little thing and I get off of it. I maybe record it in my tracker or I make sure that it syncs up to my phone so that it's there for me to give to my coach each week on my check-ins. But to me, it's just a data point. It tells me where I am on the weight of my goal. And for the last like month or so, it's kind of been hanging out at the same weight. And when I first hit that weight, it kind of bugged me. I won't lie, right? We still have some value towards ourselves when it comes to the scale. But overall, when I'm on it, I'm just kind of like, eh, okay, it is what it is. Like, cool. Like, that's what it is. Let's move on. Um, it, 
it has no bearing on how confident I feel. It has no bearing on how valued I feel or how I'm making progress to my goals. Granted, right now I am not in a weight loss phase, but even during prep, even during the grind of where I was trying to feel like I needed to be at a certain weight, right? It still was just a data point. I could disconnect from it mentally and emotionally, right? It was there, but it wasn't, it didn't have much of a value to me. And to be honest, even like the day of my competition when I stepped on the scale, I was like, okay, I kind of know what it's going to be. And if it's a little less cool, if not, like my physique looks how I want it to look, right? It doesn't, what that scale says doesn't tell me squat about how I'm going to perform on that stage because they don't even care. So if you are currently in that struggle stage, don't worry. Like it's something you can overcome too, just like I did. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. Yeah, That's exactly what this episode is all about. We are going to talk about how I went from scale obsessed to scale yeah. detached and how you can do it too, teaching you steps and methods on how to do it. Okay. There's going to be a few different methods, a few different ways of how you can do it. Okay. So for me, this is how I honestly became scale detached. It happened when <laughs> one day I was cleaning my bathroom. And this was after, mind you, after I've done Whole30 a couple of times. And during Whole30, you're not supposed to step on the scale because it's not about weight loss. Whole30 is not about weight loss. Contrary to what many people portray, that's not what it's about. It's about finding a diet, finding a nutrition plan, what foods work for you best, okay? It's restrictive in the fact that it takes out a bunch of inflammatory foods and gets you to eating very basic foods and then you put them back in. I can do a whole podcast about this if you're interested later, but you're not supposed to wait during it. And so I would go like 30-day spans without stepping on the scale. And I had kind of gone a little while without stepping on it, but I was starting to get back into weighing myself more regularly. Not quite every day, maybe about weekly or so. Um, and one day it, I was cleaning my bathroom and I had a glass scale at that time. And I don't know, I think I maybe had it sitting on top of the hamper in the bathroom. And I had bumped into the hamper and I had toppled it over and the scale shattered on the tile floor. Just shattered. It was broken. There was no no way of coming it back, right? Um, so there was the end of the scale. Like I didn't have one. Like maybe like roommate, parents, whatever, might have had one. Um, but I decided at that point that I didn't need it, okay? I was just going to continue on with my health and fitness journey um, and not worry about what the scale said, right? Like I know the gym had one if I really needed it. I could go find one. I could go buy a cheap one at Walmart or something if I needed to. But I went nearly two years without owning the scale, Two years without stepping on a scale, the only time I stepped on a scale was that one-time annual visit, and I did not ever pay attention to what it was the year before, and my doctor never made a comment about it. So I am blessed in that way um, at that time. So this was all still while I was working on my health, doing my strength training, working on the mental side of gaining confidence, and tracking my progress in other better ways, okay? Tracking the progress in these other ways is key. Let me tell you, actually, it's vital in becoming scale detached, okay? So let's talk about some of these metrics that you can use to track your progress outside of the scale, all right? First one, photos. How you look in photos, okay? I recommend 
like in like a swimsuit or maybe a pair of shorts and a sports bra, ladies, or just shorts for men, doing photos every two weeks. You can do them every month if you really want to be like – like you really don't feel comfortable doing it starting with a month and then as you see more progress, maybe every two weeks, whatever feels good to you. But having photos in like the same time of day, I recommend in the morning before you consume food because that's when your body is going to be like in the less of impacted by the food that you've eaten, right? So you take these photos in like the same outfit or similar outfits in the same place, same time of day, same, same or similar lighting, and just track them. You know, do a forward-facing one, do one where it's of your back, do one from the side, whatever feels good. You can do flexing ones if you want, you know, make it kind of fun. Um... But just do those. And then after so long, compare them. See the progress that way. You might be amazed at like where you see the progress and how your body is changing, not in relation to the scale. Your scale might say the same. But those photos might look different. And that will make you feel better. That will make you see that, okay, I am making progress, okay? Now you can do body measurements, like taking a a measuring tape like that you would get from like a sewing kit, right? Measuring different circumferences, your bicep size, your arm size, your thigh size, your calf size, neck size, you know, your chest, under your bust, your natural waist, your hips. Heck, you could even measure around where you get the girth of your booty. Whatever you feel like you need to track, do some measurements. Track those monthly. See how your inches change. Are you be getting bigger biceps because your bicep, like you're getting better, bigger arms because your bicep muscles are growing or your thighs shrinking because you're losing fat there. Like you can kind of see how your body recomps and builds, right? By looking at those measurements and seeing, okay, am I losing measurements? And this one ties into how your clothes fit, right? Are your clothes fitting looser? If you're trying to bulk, are they getting tighter, right? If you're lo- trying to lose weight, are they fitting differently? Are they fitting more loosely? You know, how your clothes fit is also a way that you can measure your progress. Um, this one's one of my favorites, your energy levels, right? In my in my episode about not eating enough, this one can be can be tricked by that. But if you're feeling more energized and feeling better because you're feeling your body better, you're getting more health, you're becoming more healthy. You know, your workout routine is helping you, like little things like that, like how your energy levels play and how your energy levels feel can play into tracking progress, okay? This one's also one of my favorites, progress in your workouts. Are you lifting heavier weights in a controlled format, okay? Not just like flinging it around. Are you less fatigued during your workouts? Like the same workout that you did a month ago, you redo it, are you able to get through it? Are you able to do all the reps and sets that that first day you were like, I don't know how I'm going to do all of this, right? You couldn't make it through or you did it just body weight and you were struggling, but now you're doing it body, you know, you're doing it body weight and you're not struggling. Maybe you're added on weight and you're still not struggling, right? If you have running goals, you're running at a faster pace. You're still doing the same distance. Maybe your distance isn't getting farther, but you can get through that distance faster. Or maybe your pace isn't, you're not running faster, but you're able to go farther, right? Instead of running for five minutes, you're able to run for 10 minutes before you get tired, right? So finding progress in those ways helps you see the progress. You can, I mean, I could go on and on about the different ways to progress in 
workout and exercises, but seeing how you feel in your exercise, feeling how you feel in your workouts is a way that you can track your progress, okay? And then overall, just feeling better, right? You get better sleep. You're feeling more confident. You are less bloated. You're any of all of the above that I mentioned, you know, seeing changes in those, just giving you more motivation, making you feel more determined, making you just feel better about yourself is huge. And these are all metrics that I use with myself. There are metrics that I use with all of my clients. I ask them to weigh in daily, but I know that that doesn't work for everyone. So I always, always say, if you have a poor relationship with a scale or if stepping on it daily makes you feel some kind of way about yourself or maybe makes you feel less than, just do it a couple days a week or once a week. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but as long as it's a consistent day of the week, a consistent time of day on that week where you're not like one week I'm weighing on Monday, one week I'm weighing on Friday. Like the only benefit of weighing daily here is to see how your weight adjusts to what you do, right? So say you weigh every day, okay? And Monday through Friday, it starts to go down. So by Friday, you're like at your lower. But then you find that on Monday, the scale's back higher again, right? But Monday through Friday, you get your four workouts in. You don't work out on the weekend. You sit on the couch and lay around. You're not getting your steps in. Maybe you're eating a little bit different foods than you do Monday through Friday. That's going to show up on the scale, right? Your body is going to react differently to the different foods and the lack of movement. And so that's why there's that's why weighing daily gives you those data points. So you can kind of see as me as your coach, I can kind of see, okay, I'm seeing this trend in our scale, like in our daily weigh-ins. Tell me a little bit about like what happens these days that maybe makes the scale go up. And we can kind of work on those, right? But I always, always will go back to if Stepping on the scale every single day makes you feel a kind of way where you're feeling less than that it is setting the mood for you. Don't do it. Do it once a week. Hell, I don't care if you weigh once a month, but you keep up on all those other metrics that I mentioned. Like you're tracking your progress photos. You're doing measurements. You're giving me all that other data, but you're never stepping on the scale but once a month. That would be enough. That would be enough for me as your coach to help you achieve goals right? If you're sending me progress photos, you're giving, telling me how all these other things are, that would be enough, right? So the scale is just a data point. It is not something that you need to base your value off of. Um, it's not something that you need to base your feelings about yourself or your health, okay? It is just a data point, okay? So don't let it control how you feel. I know that's sometimes easier said than done, but I've been there. And I know how I, can, I know how you can get through that. I know that you can get past this, okay? And if the scale is something that you struggle with, DM me scale, okay? Just the word scale. Go to the Instagrams, send me a DM, and let's talk about it, okay? I'll know you have watched this episode, and I will know that you're struggling with the scale, and we can start that conversation. And it can be – it will be completely judgment-free, and we'll just have an open conversation about – 
where you're at in your journey, what's going on, and we'll just talk about it, right? Because sometimes just talking about it can also help detach from that. It can give you that boost that you're like, okay, I'm not in this bad of shape. <laughs> Using those words loosely, then you think you are, right? Because we are always our toughest critic, right? I will always be more encouraging to somebody else than I am to myself, and you would be the same way, right? We're always our toughest critic, and that sometimes makes the whole health and fitness journey that much harder, okay? It doesn't have to be that way. You can have that balance where you're feeling good about yourself and you're not um, struggling with a scale every single day. It will take time. It's not something that happens overnight. Like I said, I was two years without a scale, but yet saw a lot of change in my health and fitness during those early stages of my journey, and you can too. But you don't have to do it alone. You can get help from me. You can get help from friends, family, things like that. It's possible. Believe me, I've done it, okay? So if you at all found this episode helpful, or maybe you know somebody who could get some benefit out of this, please, please, please share this episode. Send it to a friend. Post it on social media, tagging me, letting me know that you got great value out of it, letting everybody know, hey, this awesome episode is here. I appreciate it. I don't run ads. I don't promote it in any way other than word of mouth and then letting my peeps know about it. So I would appreciate it. If you do post it and tag me, you may be getting a DM asking me what of me asking you, where do you like your coffee from? And I will buy you a cup of coffee because you guys, I love my coffee. I know you do too. So let's make it happen. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. And I cannot wait to be with you again next week.